I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. Sarah, you don't realize it, but we have a guest on the podcast today. We do? Okay, can I guess who it is? Sure. Is he furry? (laughs) Yes. Does he lick his own (laughs) junk? (laughs) I was going to say Ben for a minute. Well, Ben did (laughs) shave and cut his hair, so he's no longer quite as furry. He's no longer furry. Okay. (laughs) I don't know if Buddy's actually going to be on the podcast, but my dog is here in the office with me. Alternating between sleeping and just hanging out and doing zoomies around the house. Do you know what zoomies are? <laughs> zoomies. Um, no, I mean, I could guess, but tell me what zoomies are. Yeah, so I didn't know this was a thing until a few months ago. Basically, dogs just get this urge to run like crazy and sprint and go insane. And then mm-hmm. they stop and take a nap. But... Uh, but I posted a, a video of him just doing zoomies in the house because I've never had a dog that's done them. And mm. somebody messaged back like, oh, yeah, those are zoomies. That's totally normal. Don't worry. <laughs> I, lo- I love like everyone who has a dog knows this behavior, right? <laughs> like they're running around. But or like... I had I had dogs who never did zoomies. I mean, it's it's insane when they do it. <laughs> okay, for, I, I have a zoomies story. But first, what, like when your dog is giant, like just for anyone who doesn't realize, like your dog is like, what, 150 pounds or something? 140. Yeah. yeah. 140. Like, does he do damage during these zoomies? Like, does he knock over like vases and knock mugs off the, <laughs> off the no, counter? No, the stuff? rugs are totally wrinkled up and just askew afterwards. Uh, there is one hole in our wall, but other than that... <laughs> One hole in your wall, like he went through the drywall. Because yeah. <laughs> he's also not very coordinated. <laughs> like, which part of him went? Was it his head? Like he he he's a mass. Is he a mastiff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like his head is like the size of like my butt. Yeah, like it's, it's a like big old blockhead. It's it's yeah. absolutely massive. He's very front heavy. <laughs> Did he headbutt the drywall? Uh, we don't really know. We just heard this kathunk. We think he ran. Down, <laughs> we think he ran down the stairs and missed the turn, and just all we knew was at the bottom of the stairs there was a hole in the drywall. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> but he was okay. Oh, he doesn't. He is not a smart dog. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't lose any brain cells. On that no, one. he has a little pea brain. <laughs> okay, so I used to have a Rottweiler Pitbull cross. Like when I was in my early 20s and she loved zoomies like she was the zoomie queen um, but one time she was doing zoomies I think we were visiting a friend of mine and she started doing zoomies around her apartment and she went to jump like in my friend's bedroom the door was open and then the bed like the foot of the bed was immediately there so part of her zoomie route was to go through the door onto the bed and then run back out like you know sometimes they jump on something and turn around like they'll include a sofa or a bed in their route their zoomy route so (laughs) she she was called kokanee which is a canadian beer i did not name her um anyway she jumped and missed like she was jumping onto the bed but she hit the doorknob (laughs) of the like of the open door going into the room and like fell to the floor like 
momentarily unconscious. <laughs> like, oh. just, like, she just lay there for, like, I want to, like, I want to say 30 seconds, but it probably wasn't. It was, it was, like, as a dog owner, you know, you're, like, it, time just, like, stopped. Like, what did my dog just do to herself? And then she, like, shook it off and got up and started going again. <laughs> That's really weird. so sad. Well, <laughs> no. she doesn't remember. Or she didn't remember. Yeah, it sounds, I mean, it sounds like hitting your head on doorknobs or drywall is a regular part of Zoomy activity. So, you know. <laughs> or just really a testament to the intelligence of our respective dogs. <laughs> if anyone's, okay. <laughs> now I'm off on a tangent, but I one time I read a book about like testing dogs' intelligence. Like this is, when I was a dog owner the first time around, I read like five books about owning a dog. And then like the second time I like didn't care, didn't read anything. It's like first child, second child kind of thing. Anyway, I remember one of the intelligence tests was like that you put a blanket over them um and see how long it takes for them to get out <laughs> and I remember putting a blanket over my dog and her just like continuing to nap like <laughs> not under there just peacefully we've done that before that's exactly what he does we've done it when he's walking <laughs> around and it's he doesn't he doesn't know how to get the blanket off he just accepts that it's there it's now part of him it's an extension of his body and leaves it. He is not smart. <laughs> oh, That's buddy, awesome. you failed. Oh, buddy. But, but we love you anyway. He is so sweet. He's a sweet guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if, okay, if well, you I'm hear not... snoring, that's why. <laughs> I hope our listeners get to hear some snoring. That would be He awesome. is in the office today. <laughs> All right. Well, we've covered the um, animal portion of our content for today. Um, <laughs> so coming up on the show, Sarah and I are going to catch up on what we've been up to over the holidays. Um, We're going to talk about resolutions and goal setting and our predictions for the year ahead for ourselves and for the world. Oh, and a New Year's edition of I Rock Because. Hey, Sarah, have you seen those new form smart swim goggles? You know, the ones that have the display right on the goggle so you can see like in real time how fast you're going and your heart rate and stuff. Yeah, I have seen them and I'm really interested because they just added a an open water feature which is terrific because you can go from the pool to open water and still be able to have those same metrics as you swim. Yeah, I mean, knowing how fast you're going in open water in real time is um, totally amazing. So I think it's going to revolutionize swim training. Absolutely. And if they add like a, a loon detection device to it, I'm sold. Done. So Sarah, how how was your break? We've I haven't seen you for three weeks, I guess. Oh wow, has it been that long? Because it's like two weeks of missing the podcast, but right? Like three weeks since I've actually seen you. Oh, well, let's see. Hmm. I don't know. Twenty twenty was just a blur. <laughs> let's be honest; it just time compressed. Uh yeah, it was quiet. It was nice. Nothing, mm-hmm. nothing terribly exciting. Right now. Buddy and I are in the house alone. Uh, Ben left a few days ago to drive down to Virginia, and we're going to go uh, this weekend. But it's crazy. I realize it's the first time we have not been together since March, which is very unusual for us because normally, you know, we're off racing and just, you know, the first few years of our relationship, we really only saw each other probably six months out of the year. So. 
Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's just the two of us. Um, do you feel like for listeners who don't know, Ben's oh, yeah. also an, an international elite athlete in yeah. um, running. Um, is is that been good for your marriage? Like being together this whole time? Has it been good or bad for your marriage or indifferent? I think it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I when the we still like each other. We didn't really get in any fights. Yeah, it's just different. Um, yeah, you know. It was, it's a challenging year for everybody. So I think there, you have to figure some of your own stuff out and your partner is there witnessing it all. And it's just a question mm-hmm. of how much you involve. So like this year I had to figure out a lot of stuff about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it was a strain on our relationship or anything, but um, I, he definitely has been present for it. Yeah. And, and when you say... Yeah. Like figuring stuff out about yourself, like do you mean like personal directions? Yeah, like yeah. Kind of- so we're we're at such different points this year. Where so he's he's a runner, he's Olympic focused. When they moved the Olympics a year, he's just like, all right, well, I'm just gonna keep on doing what I do. Uh, it just means that I don't have races, but nothing really changes. And he he's absolutely amazing, totally a metronome. Uh, I'm very goal oriented. Mm -hmm. And so that was really hard for me to not have any races. And uh, we've talked about this on the podcast where I instead kind of directed my energy towards, okay, so I'm going to use this opportunity to think about where I want to be a few years from now and start working towards that. So the way we approached, uh, you know, this year without racing was completely different. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was good for both of us in in different ways, and I think mm-hmm. it probably you know as as a as a spouse of somebody who's thinking about what's next, it probably is reassuring to be like, okay, well, she has things kind of figured out, because um, mm-hmm. we we know that when we retire, it's going to be a bit staggered, um, and it's not going to be at the same time. So I'll stop racing before he does. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's younger than I am, so he's he still has a yeah. few more years to keep doing squeeze out a few years squeeze out a few years exactly (laughs) also sarah you know like women in our sport in iron man could could go like how long have we seen people no it's true it's true it's possible i'm I'm not trying to push you in that direction i mean that wasn't me um but i like you know like the dd grease bowers and karen smyers of the world have you know been not retired till they're 47 48 yeah and i you know i i love that if you still but I, I've used this year to realize that I'm just as excited about other things. Yeah. Um, which I didn't realize. I don't, I think for me personally, I don't want to keep on racing because I'm scared of what's next. Um, and I know that happens for a lot of athletes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think I actually like, I think I actually love building this business like mm. more than I liked racing hmm. which is weird because you do go through that time where you're like am I gonna find or do I even want another passion project that's as big and takes as much energy as as like trying to build a triathlon career right yeah. um so I, I feel really lucky to have to have found that um yeah that is that is good because I I know it's it's not always common I mean, this this summer I talked to you an athlete who had retired, ooh, I want to say four or five years ago, and he's still struggling to kind of find his footing. 
to find something that he likes as much as he likes being an athlete um, mm-hmm. and doesn't really have clear direction. Mm-hmm. And I, that's always kind of scared me. Yeah. Yeah. I also think as athletes, like our, what would you call it? Like our bodies and endorf- daily endorphin expectations <laughs> end up pinned Mm. right so like we're used to getting that like kind of like the runner's high type endorphin hit like at least twice a day for two sessions you know on most days you know the in a worst case scenario I ended I've ended up kind of a little overdone and had to take a few days off Mm -hmm. but not really um like I definitely think like that kind of a decrease in activity level if you have to go get another job or do focus on your time on something else can actually affect people more than we think hmm. right um and finding that balance like I see people struggle with like I, I actually talked to one a friend of mine who um she like tapered down her hours like so she started she retired and then but was still doing like three hours of exercise a day Mm. um and was just like I need that you know and then over the next couple of years just tapered it down so that she wasn't like you know like stopping the dopamine hit or whatever you know like stopping the stopping the drug source uh right so your your body's expectations of that hormonal release Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. tapering it off I think that actually makes Mm -hmm. a lot of sense I mean I'm I'm gonna be active no matter what Mm -hmm. it's just you know, what is, what is your identity afterwards? Um, yeah. And I, I just know I don't want it to center around sport. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I very much felt the same. Yeah. Man, well, we kind um, of digressed from. We our- did from catching up of the hall. <laughs> That's a big life catch up. I mean, uh, what have your last few weeks been like? Jeez. <laughs> Off topic awesome. as Off usual. Topic. Now my like my my last two weeks feel really boring, but um, yeah, I um the first week was super quiet, like you know like because here sort of essentially Christmas was canceled. We were asked not to see even immediate family members, um, so I had a super quiet Christmas just with my daughter on Christmas Eve, and then um, my daughter and her uh, dad on Christmas morning. Um, and then like last week, actually the second week of the holidays, like between Christmas and New Year's, I actually got out. And this was really fun. I got out and was able to hike. Like I hiked, like spent four or five days hiking with my partner. And we went to like all these places like I wanted to see, right? In like all these hikes I wanted to do in Vancouver Island that I've actually never done. Like they're not, a lot of them aren't runnable. Some of them are like kind of runnable. I'm not a, I'm not a great trail runner. It wouldn't be a fast run for me in any of these places. But um, yeah, so we like, I spent like, you know, somewhere between 10 and 15 kilometers of hiking um, through beautiful places that I had never had a chance to get to. In your own backyard. Right. Like on two of the four days, we went straight from my house. That's Um, incredible. So, yeah. So that was like, it was really great. And it it like rained kind of the whole time. Total Pacific Northwest weather. But um, I didn't even mind that. So, yeah. It was great. It was a good break. Like, that's a great break. If you spend, like, the break outdoors hiking, I feel like I feel like I did something right there. And were you playing in the snow? Did I see that? Oh, I did go to Vancouver. <clears throat> Excuse me. I did go to Vancouver um, and went, and went um, with my best friend, Karen. We went up, like, we, she has, like, she has skis, like, backcountry skis. And you can actually, like, shim up the mountain with these, like, with like the skins I don't know anything about backcountry skiing so probably saying the wrong words but like 
you put these skins on your ski so you can go up um and i just had like yak tracks you know the um do you, do you know what i'm talking about they're like little had these little spikes and i like ran up the mountain um and then like ran ran slash slid on my ass down um while she skied down on the, on the i just assumed ass. that you both had skis that's hilarious yeah no it was uh it was funny like we were trying to figure out a way for us to be like she actually called it she's like I bet if you run up with the yak tracks you'll be the same pace as me skiing up with the skins and so like we were totally on pace on the way up and then she would just like go over to the slope and ski down and I made my way down and then met her like I was like halfway down when she kind of like by the time she got down I went halfway back up again Man, it, it sounds it like really you had fun. some good outdoor adventures. Oh, I did. How did the uh, unicorn themed gifts go? Oh, I go wish over? I had. I mean, I, our our listeners can't see. So, like the okay. So on Christmas Eve, I agreed with Rosie. We were going. You're talking about sorry. <laughs> I should contextualize this. <laughs> a few episodes ago, Sarah made fun of me for purchasing a unicorn blanket on Instagram for my daughter, where I thought I was so smart for getting Instagram to show me exactly what she needed for Christmas. Um, so the unicorn blanket, um, she, I actually, so I told her she could open one gift on Christmas Eve. She was in a bit of a slump too, cause it was a bit like, it was hard for her, you know, not being able to see her friends and stuff. Uh, so I'm like, okay, you can open one gift. And I gave her the unicorn blanket. Um, and it was a total hit. Like she was like, she loves like fuzzy stuff, you know? So she's just like, wraps herself in it and walks around the house so nice good job instagram (laughs) yeah instagram (laughs) instagram shopping for the win yes um my curiosity satisfied that was i actually thought about that over christmas (laughs) excellent you did yeah i left an impression yep oh and i think i didn't know like i ordered unicorn i ticked the box for unicorn color when i ordered it but didn't know what unicorn color is so it's just like multicolored pastels which is what i would have guessed it was but i can confirm that that is what unicorn color is for anyone wondering um okay sarah do you set like do you do resolutions and goal setting at around this time no not at all i got rid of it because it felt so negative to me like because most of the time it's fixing something about yourself or mm-hmm. it's a goal that you probably would or would have set anyway and it's just totally arbitrary that it happens January 1st mm-hmm. like if you really wanted it you would have set it anyway um yeah. but I have adopted a challenge and oh. one year it was I'm going to do an iron man my first iron man and then mm-hmm. Another year was, I'm going to learn how to make a crepe properly in a crepe pan. Um, so it, we're not talking, like, not everything's equal. <laughs> I just, one no. year Iron Man, another year crepe. Yeah, yeah. So this year, I think my challenge is just to take some of the good stuff from 2020 and try mm-hmm. to keep it going. And for me, athletically, that's you know, continuing to play a bit more because I've forgotten how fun it is just to do something out of your comfort zone, just play outside and, you know, mm-hmm. put away the data, um, not worry about any of that for at least one session a week. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy doing something different. And does that mean mostly off-road for you? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
Although, you know what's crazy? So months ago, we talked about this on the podcast where mm-hmm. I rolled my ankle at the top of oh, yeah. the mountain, somehow yeah. stumbled my way down. That bad boy still hurts. And oh, no. I didn't, re- yeah, I didn't realize that a severe sprain can take up to six months to feel, uh, to totally heal. Isn't that yeah. wild? Yeah. And once you sprain it once, it's kind of like your danger of spraining it again is up to. Oh, like, don't say that, Sarah. Sorry. I'm a machine. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. It's, it's ev- this applies to everyone except you. Yes. Oh, craziness. <laughs> So have you been feeling discomfort this entire time? Uh, it comes and goes, but it's still slightly swollen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, I have a, like, even if I, cause I do like, I, I was going to say a lot of trail running, but I feel like that would be an exaggeration. The only running that I do is on trails. So it's a lot for me. Um, but like, if I even have a little, do a little roll, have like a little soreness, I'll wear the, like, I'll wear like a support sock. <laughs> you know, for my next, because it's like, because of that thing, well, because I somehow have internalized this idea that like, it's more likely to go a second time mm. or be weaker. So I'll like, occasionally I have like a backup plan. My funny support sock. No, no support sock for me. Cause no I don't, socks. I don't buy the fact that I am weak in any way. Okay. Sarah. No, I don't want <laughs> I don't, I don't want to plant any negative seeds. So I retract my comment. Thank You're you. Good. I appreciate that. What about you? Any goals? Oh, wow. Dude, okay. I, it's What's interesting is that, and like, you know, Kelly and I used to talk about this um, every year as well when we did the podcast. Like, I definitely don't do resol- resolutions is a weird word that mm-hmm. a lot of people are just throwing away because um, it feels too, what's the word? Like, it feels kind of too ardent. Like, like there's like you, like you sort of said, there's something wrong I need to fix. Um, I'm resolving to do it. Like I have to find some kind of internal versus like some kind of like internal strength to like get through this versus like a goal is like, what are the positive steps that I can take towards this great thing I'm going to accomplish? You know? Well, and if you fall short, you're not a failure. And I think that's what feels implicit about something that's a resolution. Like your Mm. resolve is not strong enough if you don't do X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. yeah that's just it, that's so negative it's i know and it doesn't i don't think it works like i really do not believe that works it, as a it doesn't motivation there's a really yeah. high failure rate uh for people who set you know traditional resolutions right so we're not doing that um but interestingly like the like goal setting for the next year um as a triathlete like for all those years of my life like it's it's kind of like this is also kind of off season time right so usually like we're looking at the next year around this time anyway. So it kind of aligned and then like December super busy because of Christmas and all those things happening. So that I often found that like around like that quiet time after Christmas was often the time I was making my goals anyway. Um, it just happened to be that way. If I had a, if I was in a sport with the off season being the summer, like a winter sport, it would probably be different. Um, but interestingly it's worked out the same with my business because our, corporate year end is in December Mm. right so like we have to make all these financial decisions and like decisions about what we're putting money into for the next year like kind of around December January time so it's kind of like it kind of feels like you know new year um making like making plans for the business um so that is happening at this time um from complete fluke of timing um nice so 
Yeah, so uh, it's a fun process. So lay them out there. Okay. <laughs> give me a few. Give me a little teaser here. Okay. Well, here's what I'm telling you. One thing. One thing. We're still we're building them at that uh, feisty menopause brand and like serving the active menopause community. Like that's our number one focus for 2021 um and we're kicking off actually this weekend we have like a live um event that's celine yeager who's like our leader on that project like she is hosting a live roundtable um so if anyone if anyone's listening and you want and you want to go to this celine's amazing she has three experts in the um, health and fitness space um and it's at five o'clock eastern two o'clock pacific on sunday like this sunday the what is that the 10th 11th I should know the days of the week, but I do not. Um, I'm just checking. It is the 10th. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anyone listening, go to – or you could just go to, like, feistymenopause.com. I think find the info there. Um, anyway, so menopause, number one. Um, we're, oh, my gosh. Am I going to give away, like, the I'm, – I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Sarah. Okay. If this is, like, a reward for people who are, like <laughs> – people who are, like – listeners of our podcast um so we're planning like like a women's performance virtual summit um for the spring like where we're gonna draw on like all of our communities so they'll be like you know from like triathlon gravel stacy sims menopause like all the experts from those spaces we're like gonna bring people together and provide like it'll be virtual um presentations about like women's performance specifically um so nice. I can't like I there's like we're like 95% sure so like I'm just telling my listeners that in case they're like what happened to that women's performance summit and I'm like uh, sorry um <laughs> but we're definitely like we're having our meetings now about it and that's something I'm super stoked on because I think like a lot of the triathlon conferences I've been to it's been like the women's panel, you know, or like one presentation on women's performance. Like, and a part of me is just like, screw that. Like we're going to have an entire conference on women's performance. Um, like we know the people, we have the people, people are interested, like women are ready to have that information and want to know and learn. Um, and the coaches are too, I think. So I like the yeah. fact it extends beyond triathlon too, because you can mm -hmm. learn so much from other arenas of sport. Mm -hmm. And we just, we get a little too insular sometimes. We do. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yes. I'm excited about that. For cool. Sure. Um, and the Athletes in the Kitchen brand. Um, that's also a little bit, but Sarah, you were involved in December mm -hmm. in our, um, in our live cooking show. <laughs> it was fun. How did I do at the cooking? I don't know. I didn't taste your food, but it looked, it looked edible. So. The, the meatballs. Um, were the meatballs were delicious and oh, I ate them like I ate them like with like I had meatballs on the side like I never actually made the like marinara sauce and the meatballs I just had a side of meatballs with like like three or four meals after that perfect <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> yeah who doesn't need a side of meatballs it was like salad with meatballs <laughs> like, <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> Um, so thank you for that. So yeah, that's something like folks can look out for right now. We had just have a small group there, but um, yeah, those are those are our goals. Building out those things. Are you mm -hmm. are you going to have to cook again? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. So afterwards, it's like for now, like you know, we'll be looking for p folks to 
um, to lead <laughs> to lead properly but you know in the meantime while it's just like my team and we're trying to get something off the ground we like draw from the people that we that are in our group so like Catherine was like you did such a good job can you do this month too like great nice. so you're gonna this month you're gonna have some <laughs> recipes up your sleeve this month is like Jess Sarah do you know her oh yeah awesome um, yeah she's actually a chef yeah um and an off-road pro I think so she's uh she's gonna teach me something who knows I hope I'll be as successful as with the meatballs <laughs> we'll no, she she definitely cooks some tasty looking foods so. mm. you're you'll you'll be in for a treat i think cool okay nice. okay um okay let's have a look at the year ahead like last time i think we did we did like a review or something at the end of the year i don't even remember it doesn't matter um <laughs> but i'd like to do like predictions so we could do like predictions for ourselves predictions for what we think triathlon's gonna look like and like global predictions mm -hmm. how does that sound uh as long as you go first <laughs> i Personal predict that sarah is going to take the reins <laughs> for i predict i predict yeah <laughs> amazing I predict that Sarah will lead the predictions oh. segment. Um, we, I predict that we will be wildly successful in our endeavors. All of them. How about that? Everything. All, just all of the things. Just all the things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are we going to be serious here? Or yeah, I don't know. It's hard to do personal predictions. It I is. didn't really think that through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was your idea. Uh, <laughs> I predict I am totally going to crush it in 2021. Okay. Whatever that means, I don't know. I mm -hmm. uh, no, okay, on a more serious level, I predict that I don't know. I'd like to think that a lot of the things that were positive about this year I'm going to carry into 2021. That's my prediction. Yeah, it's more like I think the difference between predictions and goals is that's a pretty fine line, you know, cuz yeah. I like it's like we were just I was just laughing about it but like I'd love to predict wild success um but it's hard, like we can make that a goal well isn't that wild like the secret in all our endeavors you know the that secret. cheesy yes. book like you put it out in the universe and it can happen <laughs> which okay I'm glad you brought this up because I think there is like there is truth to that even as much as that book from what I know about it I only read a couple chapters I couldn't handle it but it goes too far right um in terms of like predicting or in terms of like if you visualize a parking space a parking space will appear I'm like no that's a little bit more black and white like people are either parked there or not you don't have like immediate control over the movements of cars in a parking lot um but I do think that if you like what you focus on I actually wrote about this in our newsletter this week like what you focus on there you will go um and that's because you um because you see like you you're going to make small decisions that get you to that place if you focus on something, right? Um, it's like when you're riding your bike, you're descending on your bike, like you don't look off to the side because then you'll crash. <laughs> you have to look where you're going to get there. So I think there's a certain truth in like, if you can visualize where you're going, you're way more likely to get there. Yeah. Well, it's not like you're going to just stumble upon, you know, something awesome. Necess it's very unlikely. You have to make it happen. True. And part, of, I, part of that is moving in that direction. 
Yeah, exactly. Like that's actually one of my pet peeves. Like the equal and opposite is my pet peeve is when people tell the story, tell their personal story, like, oh, and then I stumbled and fell into success. <laughs> you know, you know. Sometimes people we tell this story that way because we don't want to look like we worked really hard to get to where we yeah. are. Um, I think that I don't know. I'm like, no, you didn't. There's, you worked really hard. There's no. Not only is there no shame in working really hard. That's how you get places. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Unless, like, mommy and daddy just hand you everything. <laughs> yeah, but even know? then, like, people fuck that up royally. Like, that's, that's, you know, a lot of people end up, you know, in, un- completely unable to make decisions entirely um, when they're handed too much. So That's true. All right. Okay. So we don't really have any predictions for ourselves in the next so year. We- what about triathlon? Let's move Let's on. Let's move on to triathlon. <laughs> My prediction is we're going to have races again. Good prediction. By the yeah. summer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vaccines think... rolling out. Things are going to be pretty normal by then. How about yeah. you? What's your prediction? Yeah, I think you're right about that. And I'll, I'll add to that that I think there's going to be some unexpected challenges and stumbling blocks. Mm-hmm. So whether that's like um, some countries are getting the vaccine faster. Some countries will change their the travel differently um our like psychological response to those changes is is probably going to affect us more than we think so like i think we're at a weird moment right now where like the vaccine's coming and we all kind of know it but like in a lot of places we're being asked to um to shut everything down again so there's this hope combined with like oh like i really don't want to i really don't want to stay inside and not see people yeah um, like, if like our UK listeners who are going into their third lockdown, mm. I mean, I feel for you. I'm yeah. There's no way around it. It totally sucks. Yeah. No, exactly. And it's like I think those things are hard to hold in tangent. Like when you see right. hope coming and you maybe get excited, and then um, it's and then you know I think um, triathlons like the way that race directors roll it out is still going to have to be. Um, still going to have to be very controlled Mm -hmm. and it might be actually really hard to get a spot at a race Mm. so there might be races but like think about all the deferrals that all the races did Um, like Ironman like the Ironmans are probably mostly full right because like everybody deferred people don't know whether to take their spots or not like there's a lot of um, it it, yeah it might be and some races might not exist anymore Mm. right like they might not have made it um, there might be cutbacks. Uh, so we don't really know what the landscape's going to look like in terms of like what's available to actually plan. Right. So there there will be racing. What it looks like, totally uncertain. So great prediction again. Uh, <laughs> just as wishy-washy as the first one. So how about we tackle the worlds? Uh, <laughs> Want to be wishy-washy about our predictions for the worlds? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I'm suddenly wishing I'd thought this through ahead of time. <laughs> it's okay. You know, it's, it's our first podcast of the year. We have mm-hmm. to set the bar low so that we can only exceed it. True. True. Okay. Global predictions. I think my biggest global prediction is that other countries have been really tired about seeing the shit show that is U.S. politics and are great. Like, we're all going to be kind of relieved to have some 
degree of normalcy. Hmm. So you see that? Do you see that degree of normalcy settling in? Uh, so we are recording on Wednesday <laughs> and earlier today, there was a bit of a storming of the Capitol, uh, situation going on, which is mm-hmm. totally bananas. And I still can't really wrap my head around it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's more, we're going to have more traditional, you know, politics with historical precedent. Like, we can all agree that the last administration was not super typical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be a bit of a return to the status quo, which is terrible for the comedy shows. Um, pro- probably good for all of us, like, you know, not, was it doom scrolling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to do a little less doom scrolling, I hope. I'm okay. Mine's mine's a little bit dark Ooh, now that I'm thinking about go this. For I did it. think about this earlier, though. Like, what happens? Like, you know, like history repeats itself, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you have this, um, like, um, I'm gonna say, like, the past administration kind of um, empowered a lot of voices in the U.S., right? Um, and now, and then they stormed the castle. Um, and I'm assuming like this could be totally different by Friday, but I think that f- for the most part, that storming of the castle has been shut down. Right. And now there's a new administration, which will be more peaceful and less. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like rabble rousing. Um, yeah. <laughs> less rabble rousing. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Um, but the like those voices, those people who have been empowered, like what happens I would think it's like they get they sort of get pushed underground a little bit and that actually can be a a little bit dangerous like that's Mm. where you get um the really really hardcore people like doubling down but that that preceded this administration I mean that's a byproduct of social media Um, absolutely like so it's these these were forces that we had to contend with no matter what Mm -hmm. um but yeah, it's it's gonna be really interesting. So I think you're right about that. I think like those. That's what I mean about like history repeating itself. Like I think there's gonna be something. Yeah. That, like I think we might see a couple a couple more outcomes of the folks who actually think that um, that Trump won or the election was somehow rigged or whatever it is that they're thinking. I think that that um, that we're gonna hear from them again, unfortunately. Oh yeah, I mean the. I do not envy what the next administration has to deal with. And that's millions and millions of Americans thinking that the presidency is illegitimate. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, man, that's a lot to, uh, to tackle. If, if, you're, if your goal is to try to unify the country and a very large percentage of the population thinks that you cheated to get there... <laughs> Yeah, it's problematic. <laughs> that's that's a tough one. That's a yeah. tough one to unify the country. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's a big job ahead, yeah. for sure. Um, I think like our our global predictions were kind of U.S. based. I have I have yeah. a global one. Well, um, I tried now. to make it global because I started you did, with I know. the rest of the world, but it still is very U.S. centric. Which, yeah. let's be honest. That's, that's the way we roll here. <laughs> so I, I was, I'm thinking about like how travel, travel will start to reopen and everyone's going to want to go places. So people will actually 
I think there's going to be a lot of um, people will have fun trips. Mm. Like the first time you get to go to on a fun trip after this, it's going to be amazing. And I think a lot of us are going to get to experience that in 2021. Like I like I've been like talking about going to Hawaii on my social media or like whatever that first trip is, um, especially like our work trip. If we get to go with our team somewhere and cover a race or something, yeah. it's going to be amazing. So um, and I think a lot of people will get to have that experience this year. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's positive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After the break, we're going to do a little I rock because New Year's edition. If We Were Riding is a live feisty media production. Sarah and I are truly and grossly thankful for our sponsors, Noon Hydration, Form Swim, and Orca Sportswear. Join the conversation by following us on all the socials at If We Were Riding on Instagram and Facebook, or send me a voice memo to Sarah with no H at livefeisty.com. Also, leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help. Remember that time we were ranked like number 206th best sports podcast in the Czech Republic? Yeah, that was thanks to you. So leave us a review. We can't wait to ride with you next week. And our regular listeners will know that If We Were Riding and All Things Feisty is proudly partnered with Orca Sportswear. For 15% off all items on orca.com, please use the code LIVEFEISTY15. And that includes the wetsuits. So good deals all around. All right, Sarah. So normally you pass the buck and make me go first. But because it's a new year... I'm going to make you do it. Oh, she's deep in thought. You can't, you know. obviously can't see because it's a podcast, but she just looked to the side. <laughs> like. <laughs> was gazing into the horizon for inspiration. Like it did not eyes. hit. She's just <laughs> buying time right now. <laughs> I feel like my I rock because I have been like centered on a theme this year. Like it's like an evolving theme and I just keep saying the same thing in different words but like I actually mean it every time so I think I'm just gonna use it anyway right um okay okay I I think because we just had a break like my whole team feisty media we took more or less two weeks off of course like we weren't completely off and there's still a bit of posting and stuff to do but we took and like we hit the ground running on Monday um and I like I think like I rock because <laughs> I've had a fairly big arc on and you're going to know what I mean as soon as I say it about having said it before. Like I, I feel like I've had a fairly good learning arc on learning what's needed for my job. Um, and I'm feeling that a lot this week. Um, if I look at like, especially if I compare to like what, where we were last week um, or last week, last year at this time. I'm like, okay, like I'm learning to manage people. Um, I'm learning what's needed to like organize budgets, make predictions, yeah, line up contracts, like all of the things that have been around the business planning, like that I don't like I don't have an MBA, right? Um, so I've had to like just like learn that stuff on the fly. So this year I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, I feel in this moment like I've learned something and I'm ready to handle it. 
Now, in two days, I'm going to feel completely different about that. But for, for today, that's what I'm going with. So you rock because you are a confident boss. Yes, I went. Yes, that's essentially what I yeah, said. I baby. went with like, I've learned a lot. <laughs> like I went with a bit of a softer approach. But I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to own the bossishness. I yeah. am translating. <laughs> and that's that's my takeaway. Uh, so I rock because I am currently taking a course on anxiety disorders. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have yet to self-diagnose with any of them. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I always feel like that's the cliche, right? You take take any sort of medical based course Mm -hmm. and you start, you know, seeing it in yourself. Start, Mm -hmm. you know, that that little bit of hypochondria or whatever taps into uh you know you're you're you start looking is self-examining um Mm -hmm. and I haven't done that yet wow yeah yeah that's that's actually really good I think because that's like a common thing they say about psychology students too right right like diagnosing themselves with all the things it is interesting because uh it's also uh, no it's not interesting it's totally annoying um so it's a it's very much a lecture-based class but some of my classmates are chiming in with more frequency than I would like, which is a diplomatic way of saying it, saying, oh, yes, I have a phobia of X, Y, or Z. <laughs> I'm like, this is not a therapy session, damn it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, and then the really. professor would be like, yeah, you probably don't actually have a phobia of cheese. You have a phobia or you have an aversion. <laughs> But why are we taking five minutes to unpack this? I mean, come, yeah. let's just listen to the lecture. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's really annoying. Yeah, I bet. I never thought about that in terms of like psychology. Because like in other environments, right? Like I've certainly been in lots of environments where everyone wants to tell their personal story as it relates to whatever is happening. Um, like, other, like I've done the last couple of years, a lot of presentations on diversity inclusion, right? And then everybody wants to tell mostly wants to tell how great they are diversity and inclusion <laughs> but it's the same thing it's there's something about human nature in that about like this is how this thing relates to me and I'm going to say it now but um, we don't have to share especially yeah, not in a lecture setting let's just listen to the professor I don't care about how you feel about flying or the fact that you pass out when I mean because we're it, it taps into phobias as well, and that's been the interesting part, is that right. apparently half my classmates have phobias, which actually aren't phobias once we dig into them. Right. But it's the, that they are – we should only – oh, I'm just going to go off on a tangent for a second because it yeah. makes me really upset. So our yeah. lectures are three hours long. And Whoa. Yeah, four days Online? a week. Yes, four days a week. Uh, so the problem of a Zoom setting and – he the professor didn't lay down the law hard enough about being like, hey, you can chime in with po- with uh, questions of clarification on the material, but mm-hmm. save anything like, oh, I am terrified of cheese. Uh, <laughs> is that is that a literal therapist. example? Yes. Did someone actually say? Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sarah. I know, and I have to sit there. I am just dying. Like, let's get back to the material. This is a waste of my time. But I just, I feel like you don't, you wouldn't get these people, you know, chiming in 
if it weren't on a Zoom setting. But they mm-hmm. they feel empowered to do it, and uh, generally it's it's the older students. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really interesting. It's very annoying. Uh, but yeah, it just takes us way longer to get to the, through the material than we should. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frequent frequent questions that are completely irrelevant to the material. Right. Yeah. Wow. So thanks for letting me rant because it's driving me nuts. How like how old are the your like cohort? What's the age range? It's it's a range. Uh so probably early twenties to sixties. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And <laughs> yeah, it's but if we were in a lecture hall, people would not just be interrupting him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Sarah. We we get no points for participation. It's purely based on exams. Wait. <laughs> okay, I've lost why you rock. Well, initially it was because I didn't self-diagnose. Oh yeah. <laughs> I rock because I am a goddamn saint for putting up with these people in my class. <laughs> <laughs> fair you are by this time next week i'm gonna have just gone insane uh i did i did email the professor i'm like it's it's really disruptive the the frequency and uh the fact that these questions are not relevant to the material yeah yeah Yeah. good for you i like that do something about it it works for one day formative way it works for (laughs) one day yesterday was amazing because at the beginning of the lecture, he said, only if it's a question of clarification, everything else, email me. Today, mm-hmm. everybody forgot. Yeah. I mean, mostly because we talked about phobias today. So they had to bring in their own things. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Cheese phobia. It's not a thing. It is not <laughs> a thing. <laughs> it's an aversion. Although my daughter would disagree with you. She swears up and down that she's phobic of mushrooms. No. I can tell you based on my one week of uh, classes. She's not phobic. She's also not allergic, which is another thing. Mm. She's. I'm like, you just don't like mushrooms. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't elicit a fear response. Mm. <laughs> although based on her behavior i don't know that could be just that's me. extreme disgust <laughs> here she she can talk to me i think i'm pretty yeah, much I'll, a therapist by now okay i'll send her to you for mushroom related counseling yeah. we could do exposure therapy i've learned all about it <laughs> oh man we went way off topic today didn't we, we? Did. all right we did. As is typical. It's been a while since we've talked, so yeah. Um, I guess that's another week of if we were riding. We had a delightful ride. We had no idea where we were going. So I guess I hope everybody does not self-diagnose with random phobias and chime in to our social media, but please do send us messages, questions, whatever. We love engaging with you. See you next week. Or talk to you next week. Whatever. You'll listen to us next week. <laughs> my time, my time. None of you people can
tell me to stop my town my crown we know what it takes to be reaching the top we're reaching the top we're reaching the top we know what it takes to be reaching the top